It's time for All Hands on Tech. Climb on board as we explore all the amazing things happening in Nova Scotia's tech sector. Each episode, we'll chat with local experts to uncover the secrets of what makes Nova Scotia the best place for collaboration, innovation, and creativity. All Hands on Tech is proudly produced by Digital Nova Scotia, the industry association for Nova Scotia's growing tech sector. Welcome back to All Hands on Tech. I'm Jenna. And I'm Ashley. Today's guest works hard to empower people, organizations, and leaders to be unstoppable towards achieving their business goals. According to their website, DeFerro Marketing is made up of dreamers, calculated risk takers, marketers, and people that go to fight for your brand. I love that. And joining us today to talk about how they do that, we're joined by DeFerro Marketing CEO, Will Yang. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, thank you for having me today. So before we get to some of the fun rapid fire questions to get to know you a little bit better, um, tell us a little bit more about Tefero and what you guys do for your clients. Yeah, so uh, Tefero was founded um, in 2020, uh, so it's pretty new. Um, So we are specializing the inclusive marketing um, by creating content, uh, creating marketing campaigns for our clients. So we want to be different and we want to make our clients different by um, throw out some inclusive marketing ideas, uh, different faces, different uh, approach uh, to the marketing world. Yeah, we're gonna be talking, I have some questions about that uh, coming up in a bit, but I'm just curious, so you said you you launched, I guess, in 2020. How has that been going for you? Because that was kind of like yeah. in the middle of the pandemic. Right, right. It's very interesting. So defer was an idea. So we have, you know, uh, um, uh, we, we create content first. And then we think, okay, we have a lot of ideas and content creating maybe uh, cannot, you know, handle this whole idea. So let's do a project called deferral. And then uh, we incorporate in 2020 in the middle of the <laughs> pandemic, uh, <laughs> we just want to find a way to survive at that time. Okay. So like other brands, uh, we're thinking how to create a new market, how to create new verticals of income for us and for our clients. And we find, because I'm a, you know immigrant, I'm from uh, China uh, originally uh, since 20, 2015, um, so I know newcomers, new immigrants, they are it's a great, great uh, market for people, and, and a lot of uh, a lot of business here, uh, they didn't touch that market. So we think, okay, we have to do do something about this market. Uh, this is how we pivot um, in twenty twenty. A crazy year, eh? Yeah, I, crazy <laughs> to start a business, but also at the same time, it's it was kind of a lot of things were shifting to digital. So that was probably also a good opportunity for you as well, I imagine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Great right. potential for growth. And yes, surely yes. you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2020 is a very interesting time that, you know, people cannot get together. Um, and uh, our original audience and the original market um, is kind of changed. So we're like, okay, how to reach out to the newcomers? Because newcomers are coming in more and more each year. Uh, we're focusing that. So we did some very interesting campaigns uh, in the past two years. I can share the stories with you during our conversation. Yeah. Okay, right. perfect. Well, we're really looking forward to hearing more. But before we kind of get to those bigger questions, we want to get to know you a little bit better with some rapid fire questions. So I will go first. Beach or mountains? Beach. Beach. Right. Hands okay. Down. Do I? Do I? Do I have to <laughs> explain why? Well, no. But if I. If you okay. feel inclined. Yeah. If yeah you okay. Can, if you feel strongly about it, yeah. you go for it. If okay. not, you know the the one word answers. Rapid fire. We're right. good with that. <laughs> Beach. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Early bird or night owl? Oh my god! Literally, <laughs> night owls. Yeah. I, I can't wake up early. Really? No. Are you up till the wee hours of the night? <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, very late, and um, wake up kind of late. Fair, yeah. <laughs> my colleagues diss me all the time. <laughs> like you're late again. I said, I know. <laughs> I feel like that's a stereotype of like the creative types, though. That they're like awake all night and then right. <laughs> getting their brilliant juices flowing, and so Is, that's right. You can claim that. Yeah, I yeah. wake up early. Like, <laughs> like that is right. That's that me. is right. Remember <laughs> yeah. what I said? I didn't yeah. eat breakfast. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have morning. <laughs> right. So you're right to lunch. I'm, I'm right to lunch. Yeah. Lunch is your breakfast. Right. right. Got hey, it. I tried yeah. being an early bird. It's just not. It's hard. I used to be, and the pandemic kind of killed that for me. Now oh, I struggle. So right. I'm looking to get back to it. It was yes. easier for some reason, but right, right. not anymore. No. Okay, we only have one more rapid fire question, and this is what it is. What motivates you? Oh, interesting. So um, <laughs> I think represent underrepresented communities. That motivates me um, because, as I said, as a business point of view, that's untapped market there. Mm-hmm. If it's underrepresented, there's opportunity. Absolutely. Right. And room for community growth as well. Exactly. Which is kind of that double whammy of right. your business gets to succeed, but you also get to do those really good things for Yes, yes. The Especially members. like in the you know tech world, in the mar- marketing world right now. And people realize that your audience on social media is not your audience. Because, you know, for example, if the social media closed tomorrow, mm-hmm. you lose all your all your yeah. audience, right? So basically you have to establish a community. Right. right. That's a really good point. Yeah. Right. I think that people miss that a lot. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That they'll follow right. that if you do it right, they'll follow you right. and they'll stay engaged <laughs> and stay involved with whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it. Right. Believe and trust. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I think so many people like I feel especially the, the Instagram game yeah. kind of like dominated that aspect of like, well, we exist in this bubble almost. Right. And this is where we're doing our thing. But right. if that was gone tomorrow, <laughs> who knows? Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to let them to follow you wherever you go as a brand or as a personality or as a company organization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, followers are just numbers. Uh, you have to be truly, um, you know, embedded uh, in people's heart. Absolutely. I think. Yeah. yeah. And just create a community. Like, I think what you guys are doing right now is creating a community in the tech world. Yeah, like coming you know, in, chatting yeah. face-to-face, getting to know some Just people. know each yeah. other, right? Yeah, That's very important. Yeah. yeah. Cool. We yeah. think so, too. Right. Um, okay, so I'm curious. The first thing on your website, in bold letters, it says, we are different. So if you can just kind of let us know, how is DeFerro Dif- different than some other marketing companies out there? Right. Okay, first, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. We have to agree that. Um, we are different because... We're built in the middle of uh, 2020, um, and uh, our members, our colleagues, are from uh, uh, underrepresented communities. Uh, majority of us are Asian. Um, you know, we have local people as well, um, other from other uh, cultural backgrounds. Um, <laughs> I always, t- you know, think about Gail. I always joke with Gail that, you know, Gail's uh, our inclusive hiring because she, okay, she's Caucasian, but you know, she's. <laughs> elder right? right so uh and she's joking oh i'm your diverse hire because i'm elder <laughs> that's a demographic you gotta yeah. touch that too right 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 so um we're different um i think because the ideas we have 
and uh, the approach we have in the marketing world is very different than the traditional marketing um, because we not only create content uh, we not only to create solutions we also create experience uh, for the underrepresented communities and the market i think that makes a makes us very different. So we did an interesting campaign um, that in 2020, um, that's in the middle of pandemic, and me as an Asian person, you know, um, I know a lot of community members were receiving so-called Asian hate at the time. Um, so we want to we want to do something. Um, I could, you know, do a protest. I could do can be loud or do other stuff. But you know, I want to do something in the marketing perspective in the mm-hmm. digital world. What can we do? You know, to one, help the business locally. Second, to stop the Asian hate, um, you know, in the worldwide, or maybe just locally. Um, so we did, we made a beer with a local brewery company called Gurubat Brewing, and they're very cute. They're, they're such good people there. So we created a beer called Immortality, um, and it's about a story about Monkey King stolen the heavenly peach and become immortal. Right, so we create this peach seltzer uh, with Guru Bao together. We invite the Asian, you know, young Asian uh, community members come over to try. Um, we decide to use peach and yuzu together uh, to make it uh, first very welcoming to the Asian communities because that's what we like mm-hmm. back in Asia. Second, it's new to the local market. Mm-hmm. A lot, not a lot of peach flavor seltzer here, yeah. right? So okay, that's a win-win. Um, second, we create a little event there in the beer garden. So we invite local friends, you know, just anybody on the street, invite them in and our uh, Asian community members. We create an experience for Mm -hmm. people to communicate with each other. And it's amazing. I always find it's amazing that uh, once there is a, a product or a campaign or service that is inclusive enough, it not only can sell, um, but also can solve some very serious questions. I, I see, you know, uh, our community members, you know, some of them don't speak English at all. And they just, normally they're pretty shy. Uh, some of them, you know, they don't want to talk to the local people. But you can see like a table of people that mix with all the people together. And they mm-hmm. just, you know, drink beer and talk about, you know, everything. I think yeah. that's very, very great picture to see. I think as long as people communicate, we can solve a lot of problems. Yeah. Also, we can sell a lot of beers. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, championing that <laughs> event to kind of like bring the Asian community in touch with like Good Robot is a pretty like established right. brewery and even I would say community kind of within right. the city. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. So, kind of having that idea to bridge those two communities and yeah, facilitate that event. How did you like, did you have personal connections with Good Robot or like was that a spot that you like to go or what made your decision? to to approach them yeah (laughs) that's a very interesting story so (laughs) we have uh, you know Halitube a sister company Um, so Halitube is about bridging both communities together or you know other underrepresented communities so we have um, a Mandarin uh, printed magazine it's called Halitube magazine so we have that since 2017 the co-founder Joshua Consul he picked up in one of the Korean restaurants I think in 2018 and he think that's cute so he he cannot read right you know literally in mandarin right, right. so he kept that on his desk and one day in 2020 he's like interesting i'm gonna reach out to this guy and joshua reached out to me and that's 
that's when we connected. It's so so Very interesting. Cool. After a few years, I love that. Right, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Cool. That is a funny story, and that's why you know building that community is important and getting out there. I will say just to go back to the beer thing, right. it's not only kind of like giving an experience for maybe someone who's new here um, and giving them a space to feel like at home maybe, but also I think it's um, for people who aren't familiar with the culture to learn more about it as well, right? So right. it's really uniting mm -hmm. people. That's true, that's true. And people are, you know, one thing that in that event um, what we did is, you know, it's a tradition in my hometown. Uh, it's called Qingdao in China. So it's a coastal city, beautiful peninsula, like Halifax, mm -hmm. but like a bigger Halifax. So there's very, uh, like uh, most famous Chinese beer are there. Um, so Qingdao beer. What do we do? The locals there, so we pick up fresh beer using um, plastic bags. Okay. So you see people <laughs> use plastic bags with fresh beer there. Cool. So, so, you know, me and Josh, you know, we applied a, one day permit with uh, you know uh, the liquor association something to allow us to use plastic <laughs> bag wow. that's so cool what a nice touch <laughs> right in yeah. the uh, in the event so only one Very day cool. that's the only thing we you can really do thought in of one everything day. i love that <laughs> we, but it's such yeah. a good like experience like you were saying yeah. for someone who's not familiar with that right. experience and that part of that culture just to like come in and have the full picture of like mm, yeah. new, new beer new flavors i'm gonna drink this out of a bag right. <laughs> like, oh my god so great. locals are uh, very excited to see that totally it's, I it's, it's, right it's like what is that so do you I drink it with a straw in the bag or do you like see, you can and, and normally you you pick that up in a fresh beer in a fresh beer like container mm -hmm. and then you take it home and you put on the doorknob and then with dinner time like you just pour it uh, in the in oh, the glasses like from the bottom yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah cool yeah, glasses, I love that right love that it's very nice <laughs> that was a fun story it is <laughs> <laughs> drink, drink that drink beer in the, yeah yeah in the I'm gonna go bags. home and find a bag <laughs> right I right. love that yeah. <laughs> okay yeah next question you've really honed in on inclusive marketing and you kind of talked a bit about that so what exactly is that and why is it so important to include a worldview in our marketing campaigns today right inclusive marketing um it sounds new, but I think it's a mandatory right now mm -hmm. uh, in the digital world or in, in, in any place um, since it's a multicultural society in Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's great. I came to um, Halifax in 2015. I feel that. I feel I'm not the only foreigner here. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> People are different from different backgrounds, which is amazing. Um, but in a business perspective, um, you have to right now be careful, be mindful, um, be respectful for your audiences, right? You choose your audience. Uh, there's no problem you choose a certain audience, but in that audience or where you want to reach those people, you have to know, you have, it's a mandate right now, I think, right? Um, so be respectful, um, know everyone, see everyone as individual uh, is very important. Um, and we just, you know, want to say that Right now, you know, we make it. We may make it bold letters on our website or something like to to emphasize inclusive marketing. But I I want that to be, you know, the the foundation of marketing or the foundation of what we do in the digital world. Right? Just to be inclusive. Um, so you, what we do is we know the audience. We have to know the audience very well. We have to um, test the campaign in our re audience, and we have to. Um, know the underrepresented uh, people are there and who are they, what they like, what they don't like. Um, so people may think that's a lot of work, but anything is a lot of work, mm -hmm. right? You know, we're on the way, we're on the way, we always mis make a mistake, which is fine, but we're on the way that 
uh, getting close to everything's right or make everything's comfortable make, make everyone's comfortable i think obviously it's like a no-brainer to be inclusive mm. in marketing in life um but maybe you'll agree i also think it's a missed opportunity to not be inclusive because then you're leaving out a lot of potential right. customers <laughs> back to 2020 story right you know why we started is we want to create new verticals of you know of our income mm-hmm. right and we see Wow, like I, I really think like Asian market here, um, people are losing that market. People mm-hmm. are not tapping that market. There are a lot of Asian people, you know. There are a lot of Indians, the Chinese, the Filipinos. There, you know, we're we're here, and we, we have very strong purchasability. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, who doesn't want more clients, mm-hmm. right? Um, reach out to more people. Re- reach out to more communities. Um, be mindful of those audiences mm-hmm. um, and that's the beauty of inclusive marketing is you have the opportunity to learn just always learn and you know a new bunch of people and make friends with them mm-hmm. right I, I have a very interesting examples uh, not a very good example so um, DNG the fashion brand uh, I think Dolce Gabbana mm-hmm. they have a campaign in 2018 um, a ch- campaign about China, a big show in China. So they have video campaign. So they have there's a Chinese girl uh, using chopsticks, um, and pick up uh, a gigantic pasta, and Italian. Uh, uh, sorry, a gigantic Italian pasta and uh, pizza, mm-hmm. and the voiceover is like, oh, uh, this girl's using a st- stick-like thing to pick up giant Italian food or something like that. That was so. <laughs> Yeah. Missed the mark. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. And I think DNG lost the whole Chinese market and the, mm. the, the whole market just boycott and they they, they they still, you know, struggling sales. Um, People remember stuff. stuff like that. People do, right? Yeah. So that's a bad example of not being cl- inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. even if you show, for example, two Chinese audiences, they will let you know, don't do that. And that makes us, you know, uncomfortable. That's like pure not right right yeah so they didn't do that another example uh balenciaga uh, you know re- recently they have a, a kiss campaign mm-hmm. right i mean that's that you do some re- if, if you don't know that do some research okay i'll have <laughs> to was, look into it i didn't yeah, see it's, that it's, it's it's a very it's very bad it's like very sexual for a kids campaign or there's mm. some okay. bad you know anyway even if you sh- okay that's for kids that's your audience right and who are purchasing for the kids? Parents, right? Yeah. If you do some research or you test around this campaign to a few mothers, mm-hmm. you will know that then they're not that's not right. Yeah. Right. So that's the importance of inclusive marketing. Yeah. Because there's it's one thing to like be taking risks, but right. you also need to be looking at the potential. Um, what's the word? Like ramifications. Yeah, exactly. Like the consequences of how people are going to perceive. Yeah. Right. Your I wonder, strategy. I feel like that might be an example, like both of those might be examples of marketing and promotions kind of happening in a bubble, right. like happening mm. within that team who maybe there's not much diversity on the team to right. begin with. And they were right. like, it's funny or it's, it's pushing the envelope or whatever. And <laughs> right, like right. anyone outside that picture, right. like you said, show it to any mother. You don't have to be a marketing person. Like right. anyone would be like, no, that's weird. Let's right. not do that. Like. Right. <laughs> You know, it's important, you know, your team or even your second round of, you know, first round of audience is a diverse group. It's yeah. very, very important. Absolutely. Right. So you can solve the, you can see the problem in the very beginning of the mm-hmm. yeah. the process. I always found the example of Pixar, like Pixar movies, Cute. they often will change up kind of like tiny 
little things in their in the animation to make the movie make sense for different cultures so like there's one where I forget which movie it is, but the kid is sitting at her high chair and she's got an array of vegetables in front of her and she's being a, a kid, a picky eater, and she doesn't right. like the vegetables. So for one market, they made it be broccoli because like traditional kids in North American culture don't like broccoli. And I right. think it was for the Japanese market. Don't quote me on that. They right. made it green peppers. Yes. Because apparently it's like pretty stereotypical for Japanese children to not like green peppers. And just like cool. those small little details. It mm. wasn't even a big part of the movie, but like oh. clearly very close attention paid to the cultural significance right. of where they were airing the film, right. which I thought, like, that is great. Wow. <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons why they are, they're successful. And it's, I yeah. think it's especially nice to hear that for children's content as well, so children can see themselves reflected on right. the screen, right? Absolutely, yes. yes. Relate yeah. to the character, even if it is just half a second of a kid throwing a piece of broccoli across the room. like <laughs> A sense of belonging and related mm-hmm. is very important. That's what we want to f- uh, to create uh, in the campaigns we we do for our clients. Absolutely. And that's um, how people that's how you create community. Right? That's what our first comment about <laughs> the importance of that. Right. Right. Um, and also welcoming, right? Belonging, welcoming, related, um, mm-hmm. understanding all of those words. Um, I came here um, in 2015. One thing that makes me, you know, one day I think this might be my second home is when I see um, people like me are in the, you know, um, in the careers I want to be. Mm. So that's a sense of belonging. If I don't see people who look like me are in those positions, mm. I, I would never call this a second home. Oh, I mean, I'll stay here for, for long. Right. So belonging and welcoming is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go back. You said um, that the Chinese market here is kind of untapped. So we kind of talked about like why it's important to market for them, but I'm just wondering like how you go about doing that. How do you help bridge the gap for some businesses? What are some ways that businesses can do that? Right, so take Chinese community as an example. Mm -hmm. So um, there are language barrier. There are language barriers and the cultural barrier and Mm -hmm. other, um, you know, discriminations we have here. So, we create daily news, we not create news, we translate daily news to mm-hmm. our Chinese community audiences cool. every day. Very cool. So we pick um, two or three news every day that we think is um, very related <laughs> to their personal life. We translate that uh, and um, people like that. Reading English um, to me is a nightmare uh, because I don't want to make mistake. So when I read English materials, I read very slow, mm-hmm. which is very time consuming because I don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. I'm super, su- uh, super careful about that. So for the, you know, people need content all the time right now. They're on their phone. They're waiting to be feed content, mm-hmm. like, oh, give me content. I say, okay, I give you content. <laughs> this is what you need today. And people find this very welcoming. It takes time for people to live a, a, a life here as a new home in Nova Scotia by using second language. It takes mm-hmm. time, especially when your background not, you know, English at all. Um, and the cultural, cultural shocks, there are a lot of cultural shocks, very interesting cultural shock stories I have. If we have time, I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, but yeah, we let you know what is, what is uh, like, what is Halifax way? So we also don't want our community member to make mistake to other communities either. Mm-hmm. So we have to educate both ways. Um, right. That's a really interesting point of trying both to like embrace the culture right. and kind of lift that up, but also to kind of be that bridge between facilitating 
their involvement in their new community. Right. It's, you're doing a lot of work there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is. But it's, it's fun. It, mm-hmm. You know, we're mm-hmm. always learning, um, right? You know, um, for example, you know, the, the indigenous communities here, um, there are a lot of indigenous communities here. They're great and full of culture, right? Um, so we, we did a lot of educational piece on that to our community. Uh, here and we talk about the history of uh, Halifax. Uh, you know, and the next year is you know the Chinese. Um, I think there's a Chinese Act 100 year anniversary. Um, there's a big event in Pier 21. Uh, we can also see the big uh, improvement of human rights uh, in our community involved in the past 100 years. Back then, people cannot you know find a job. You're not allowed to f- have a job mm-hmm. there, right? So just you know. Um, Educate them, uh, educate everyone, uh, educate ourselves, uh, always learning. Um, that's what we do for our Chinese community. We also do some video series, right? You know, we showcase, and that that's that's when that's how uh, HaliTube created is in 2017 by a YouTube channel called HaliTube. Uh, and the first episode I remember is about um, celebrate Halloween in Canada. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Halloween in China's Back home is pure commercial. Right. They just you know buy stuff, buy some like like holidays, Christmas, right. buy stuff, buy stuff. People don't know what's going on. Like why we buy stuff? Well, but and it's <laughs> just <laughs> we're just buying. We're just buying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is interesting though. Like so much different here, right? Right. That's new. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was talking with my cousin who lives in Austria too, and it's not. It's Halloween isn't really a thing there either. So cool, hey? Yeah. 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 You know, we 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 curve the. Uh, pumpkins, right? And we, we dress up like um, I dress like like an idiot, <laughs> but it's it's just fun. It's educational piece, right? Uh-huh. Um, so uh, start from there, and we visited you know Parks Canada. So we collab with Parks Canada, we collab with the TNS, Discover Halifax, all of those festivals and events, and some tourism sites um, make travelers and newcomers feel is home to them. They mm-hmm. When they see my face or my colleague's face, they know, oh, that's my people. My mm-hmm. people are living good here. Mm-hmm. I want to move here. I want to study here. I want to travel here. That's what we want. We, what we want. Um, and we slice and diced, you know, short videos on TikTok or other stuff too. To, just to let people to move to Hal- Halifax. I'm like <laughs> literally ambassador. Like, I was going to here. Halifax <laughs> yeah. is great. You're Halifax doing a lot for the province right. <laughs> in all sorts of ways. Hopefully. <laughs> very cool. Right. Okay, should we ask our last question? Our oh. very last question. We oh. did. Maybe. <laughs> I forgot one. it was there. Yes. We still have some time. Okay, so go. we could, yeah. Um, so you did already share a lot of highlights so far in Differo's you know, history so far, but what is your favorite professional memory as a business owner in Nova Scotia? Oh, then uh, they have to be in the Tech Forward Award. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so we are not, you know, nominated as a finalist um, in that award and our team there, we feel we are seen, like, you know, mm. people recognize us mm. there. Um, I want to see our community members, not just restaurant owners. Mm-hmm. I want our community members to be more you know into into every industry that's what what i want to see and uh, that's what i want to expose um on our uh, platform in hollytube um and um that's you know uh, it's just such a good celebration the tech forward uh, award um I mean, you know diverse teams uh interesting speeches uh, to see small and big uh, uh businesses got um uh, recognized mm-hmm. very nice it's just a little a little, how to say that? Like when you 
you know, just work, 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 work. One day, like, this is something you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- you, you can recognize. You just feel warm, how warm it. Um, yeah. Thing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're not you're not working for awards, you know, but when they happen, ju- you're just being noticed for doing right. your job. <laughs> right. Like, that's right. where it, it's really special. It's a nice surprise. Yeah. It, it's, it, it really is. Yeah. Let's, let's have more awards. We let's should. Yeah. yeah. Monthly. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. Well, more happiness. Thank you for the shout out on the DNS front and also right. congratulations on your nomination. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, big congratulations. And thank you yeah. so much for joining us today. This has been a great conversation. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to All Hands on Tech. Interested in learning more? Visit us on our website at www.digitalnovascotia.com. We'll see you next time. This has been a Podstarter production. production.